Hi, everyone. This is Kimberly. And this is Eugenia. I mean, this is Katie. <laughs> and you're listening to A Date with Tateline. This is Dolores. I mean, Kimberly. I thought it was Euphigenia. What is a Euphigenia? That's not a... That's a disease. <laughs> I like that. I think it's pretty. That sounds like a private... The Euphigenia sounds like a private parts disease. <laughs> A disease you get in your nether Netherlands. Speaking of, I thought the same thing about the title of this episode, The Secret Keepers. Because <laughs> does. doesn't Secret Keepers sound like the nuns at your school would say, ladies, don't give away your secret keeper to just any boy. Oh, it really does. Right? Oh my goodness. Yeah. Don't give away your secret. Keeper. Like a trapper keep tracker yeah, keeper. It's like a trapper keeper, but for your I'm sorry, is it trapper keeper or tracker keeper? Trapper with a P. Why is it called a trapper keeper? Because it traps in all your it's like a bear trap. It traps in all your stuff. Trapper keeper? So you trap it and then you keep it? Yeah. I'm looking at it right now online. It's a trapper keeper. But how what never mind. Okay, so the Secret Keepers title for this episode, as I mentioned as we were starting to record, I don't get it. No, it's terrible. It, I can't, I never will think, remember this episode as the Secret Keepers episode. How many times did I have to ask you what it was called? You said Secret Taker? I think I called it the Secret Colony. I couldn't, I couldn't get it. It doesn't make sense. Secret Cove? Because it's not like when you hear it, you go, oh, that's right, it's Secret Keeper because of X, Y, and Z. And this one, you're like, oh, it's called Secret Keeper because of this? Yeah, they threw it in sort of at the end. I'm not going to lie. Oh, they did? Well, they throw it in when they just when they explain why they call it that. They throw it in like really quick. Oh, boy. Okay, I think I missed he it. Just I like, think I missed the whole he thing. He was like, I know that this is dumb. Just go with me on this, okay? Oh, but Keith was glorious in this. This is, yeah, you sh- we should probably say. This is a prize Keith episode. Like, yeah. Keith has never been better. He's on his A-plus game here. If you're a fan of Keith and all his poetry and leaning, this is going to be an episode you should not miss. No, he's peak Keith. Yeah, you shouldn't miss any, but... No, why would you miss any? What's wrong with you? I tell I... I'm I, just... I wasn't say- why are you accusing me? No, I'm <laughs> accusing all the people out there. That are That's missing good. some. Let's do that a lot. Yeah. Let's do more of that. Why are <laughs> you doing? Why are you like the way you are? Why are you the way that you are? Honestly, every time I try to do something fun or exciting, you make it not that way. Um, my name is Karen. I'd like to speak to the manager. <laughs> okay. Uh, so this episode is... Hosted by Keith, as we already said, July 8th, 2019, season 27, episode 43. And it takes place in Colorado in 2017 on the ripe side of summer. Well, Keith, we're off to a good start. That's nasty. That makes me think of my swamp A issues Mm -hmm. and... It's just smelly people, just smelly. Yeah, ripe makes At the you grocery think of- store, like you're smelling them next to the ripe fruit and you smell their BO because they're wearing a tank top that shows their man nipples and it's oh, just stop. gross. It does make you think of BO. Ripe makes you think of BO or like fruit that's too ripe. Yeah, it's which never means a good kind of ripe. they're flies. Yeah. Uh, so 
Randy Baker was recovering from heart surgery and driving to work, but he was so tired for some reason that he fell asleep at the wheel and crashed on the side of the road. But he's okay. Wow. This is how this episode starts. Yeah, with a with a bang. Literally. This yeah. is the fifth time he's fallen asleep at the wheel. Maybe stop driving. Is it at this point, what point do you take away someone's keys if they have fallen asleep at the wheel multiple times? I would think on the second time. Well, who's he telling that he's, because he's not getting into accidents every time he's falling asleep, That's right? That's true. That's true. So he told his daughter that he was falling asleep? I don't know. No, I think he has stubborn man pride and he was not telling his daughter because he didn't want her to worry. That so was my guess. It? Who knew it that we're like, there's a journal? How I think you? his wife. Oh. Okay. Go ahead. Or all the police in town. She'd be like, oh, there's Randy again. Bring him a blanket. Is he awake? Boy. Yeah, yeah. that's not great. That's, no. that's not good. Okay. Something's up. His wife's name is Kelly. And Uh-oh. mark bingo cards off your mark bingo cards off your Kelly cards. There we go. Yeah. It's been a minute. Since the Kelly? We just Since had a, a mic, I think. But we used to get Kelly's and Mike in the old days, like year one. We used to get Kelly's yeah, the and old Mike's days. Two a lot. Two years ago, we used to get. Yeah. Sorry, guys, if you don't know what we're talking about. But Kelly's, when Kelly's go bad, Kelly's go real bad. Mm. They're not just like a medium bad. They're Mm-mm. really awful. You've got so. your good Kelly's, Kelly Kapowski. And your ripe. <laughs> your ripe Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> We've got a ripe Kelly situation on aisle <laughs> four. Kelly from 9210, she was pretty good. Is that she Jenny jo- Garth? She joined a cult briefly, but she got back on track. She was That's in a right. fire. It was traumatic. But oh God. Kelly Kapowski, she was a good Kelly. But okay. uh, Except she kind of cheated on Zach with that older guy, I think. Cheat? Did she kiss him? I think so. Oh. Was she mad at Zach? Zach, to be fair, is a sociopath. So Correct. she should this have ran, established. hightailed yeah. her way out of there. But... I don't make her decisions for her. Kelly knows what she's doing. Okay. But you're right. When Kellys go bad, they fall hard. Yeah. So this Kelly makes a call the next morning after the fifth account at the wheel, uh, makes a call to 911, and she has found him dead in the house, lying next to some Mexican takeout. And I'm regretting that I didn't add fast food to our bingo cards, our brand new bingo cards that I really do have to release online. You were going to. You were you were did going it, maybe to. Maybe I did. I feel like you did. Maybe I did. Maybe I don't need to feel regretful. No, no regrets. No regrets. You no, did it. I never have regrets. New Year, New Kimberly. Nope. I think I added them after maybe the Quinn, Quinn episode because there's so much fast food. So yeah. we meet Randy's daughter, who is adorable. Wow. Looks 14. Except yeah. she's married and pregnant, and I kept thinking it was like a child bride situation. Because anytime she mentioned a baby or a husband, I was like, no, you're 14. What's going on? She's got Kimberly syndrome. No, no way. Yes, I, way, Jose. I, I have crow's feet and frown lines for making bad expressions at people on Dateline all the time. My, I have constant so. raised eyebrows because I watch so much Dateline, and it's giving me the wrinkles. <laughs> I like the wrinkles. Like it's giving you the shingles. It's giving me the wrinkles. Mm-hmm. I got the rinks, and it's from the people on dates. I've so, got the rinky dinks. 
<laughs> Sorry. What are rinky dinks? I don't know. It sounds funny. It sounds like a Mae West person. What are those things that you um, you heat up in the oven? Shrinky dinks. Oh, okay. So it's uh, a rinky dinks. Sorry, sweetheart. I've got the rinky dinks. <laughs> I don't look 12 anymore. <laughs> That's, so, no, sounds right. Sounds right to me on this hot, hot summer day where I'm half delirious. We're so hot, by the way. My air conditioning's on, so yep. it's very yep. hot. Betty is the daughter's name, which is so adorable. I did of not course. think there were young people named Betty. I love like it. Betty and Veronica. Yeah, but that is an old show that is... If people don't know that Riverdale is based on an old comic, then they don't deserve to be listening to this podcast. Nor should they be watching Riverdale. No. So Betty finds out that her dad has passed away. She's devastated. She calls her mom and has to tell her mom because Kelly is not her mom. Kelly is actually her stepmom. Mm-hmm. Everyone at first thinks that Randy died of natural causes since he had all these heart problems. He had terrible heart problems, but something smelled funny and it wasn't the Mexican takeout next to his body. I'm assuming that smelled delicious yeah. because it's from a place called Santiago's. With a drive-thru. With a drive-thru, but it looks yeah. like an authentic place. Oh, those are my favorite. With a drive-thru. I have not really seen that here. Oh, you need to come over to my house. Next time you come over, we're going to go to, there's two places. There's this place called Baja Cali, and there's a place called Pepe's. Pepe's is the ticket. Pepe's is like an actual, like, authentic. authentic. But then you can go through the drive-thru, but it has the menu with everything. All of it. Do it's they a have big potato menu. tacos? Yes, they do. That's what I mean, everything. Yeah, oh they have gosh. potato tacos. Okay, they have a decent vegetarian options. They also have, you can get like, for the meat eaters out there, you can get carne asada fries. They have like five different kinds of things you can get on nachos or on french fries. Is that real though? That sounds a little bit like Taco Bell, like shenanigans, like nacho do- fries. Do you mean, do I think it's authentic Mexican? Yeah. Do authentic no. Mexican. That's what I'm asking. I thought it was authentic Mexican. No, I it definitely is. they make nacho fries. No, but then they put stuff on the menu for the gringos because they're like, okay. You guys want a taco made out of Dorito shells. And you want something called the California burrito with French fries inside. That's the <laughs> California burrito has French fries in it with guacamole. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah okay why haven't you taken me there Mexico. i don't know yeah yeah uh so santiago's let us know so he had this mexican food next to him he had seemed to have just come home with the food for dinner but his car is missing from the house um wait did you have a question at this beginning part i had several questions because they they get to the murder really fast but my oh, yeah i was- had to go back like four times because i was so confused as to what day it was the police call the daughter, right? No, call I Betty. think Kelly called the daughter. But my question is, why is this up for debate in the early days that it could have been natural causes? Why did that even come okay, up? Okay, so the, I'm going to get to that right now. Okay. So they think it is, it is his health because he has such terrible health. And I'm sure Kelly told them he had a terrible heart condition. He obviously died. Like he fell. But it takes the... This is what I don't understand. Yes, this is what okay, I'm talking about. So yeah, yeah. it takes them two days for the autopsy to come back 
to reveal that he had died from two gunshot wounds to the head. Okay. So, so the police did not even appear to look because I know there was blood at, on his head. I maybe assumed he fell and hid his head, but don't they do like a cursory search of the body to like make sh- to see before it goes? You needed an autopsy to find two bullet holes in his head. This is exactly what I was thinking. I was really confused why we kept having this conversation that it could be anything other than gunshot. This well, is you and, and the we, cop keeps kind of bragging that like he had a sixth sense that something wasn't right, that it wasn't natural causes. And then he was well, proved right when the but, autopsy came in. But it's like maybe if the bullets go in and don't come out, both of them did not come out and then yeah. But I would think just by flipping him over, you would be able to see that it was not just he hit his head. I don't Immediately. understand. I don't get it. But We have this trouble with gunshots sometimes. We've had this conversation that we don't un- quite understand what it would look like. Because in my head, it would just be so obvious from the jump, right? I think sometimes it's just a little hole and it gets lodged in there. It doesn't come out the front. So it was just a little hole, and then his hair was probably matted from the blood. So they thought, oh, he just fell backwards, hit his head on the back, and then somehow fell forward on his face. I don't really understand. Yeah. Are these, were these police incompetent, or is it really that hard to tell? It must have been really difficult in this case because they didn't know it from the jump. But it just it seems shocking have- to me. And may, and I'm sure they're not supposed to do too much to disturb the body. Right. Even if they thought it was natural causes. But come on. Okay. All right. Yeah. I don't know. But there okay. were no shells around, I guess. So I don't know. I'm trying to give them the benefit of the doubt, but I do not like them patting themselves on the back for discovering that it was, that you needed the autopsy. Whatever. It's fine. Yep. Betty says how close she was to her father. She says to Keith, I don't know if you're familiar with Grey's Anatomy. But he was my person. Hello. You are my person. You will always be my person. Which I have tried to get you to watch Grey's Anatomy so you can be my person. But I'm still your person, whatever that is, but I get the gist. I got the gist from what she said and in the sweetest way that she said it, I understood. Because she choked up a little. She goes, he was my person. And I was like, I'm going to, we can't watch this anymore. No. And the best part, though, is Keith, Clearly not having watched Grey's Anatomy, but going along with it like a champ. Like he totally understood because he didn't want to break the flow of the interview. Keith understood too, though. He understood in the all the gist. knowing way. of yeah, he d- yeah, no, you're right. He's omnipotent. He gets all that people are talking about. Now, mm-hmm. Randy was a drug and alcohol counselor. He had been working on the electrical line and had a jolt of electricity, which sounds wow. like absolutely the worst thing that I can even imagine. Like, Yeah, it sounds really scary. And this is many years ago, right? This many wasn't years recently. ago. No, this okay. was like when the daughter was young. And okay. she, he had permanent heart damage and pain from all of this heart problems, like tremendous amount of chronic pain that he was in. So he mm-hmm. turned to drugs. And he got deep into drugs, and he was eventually dealing drugs. But he cleaned his life up, and he became a counselor. He was a father figure to a lot of the people that he would mentor, including his nephew, who writes him this long text on Father's Day that he believed in him, and he's 
the closest thing to a father that he's ever known. It's very sweet. Mm-hmm. Or is it? Yeah. Randy and wife Dory, they get their haircut by this woman in the neighborhood named Kelly. I think mm-hmm. she has like a studio in her house kind of thing. And Dory, right away, sees the way that Kelly is looking at Randy. And mm-hmm. she knows this hairdresser bee has the gaga eyes for my man. Mm-hmm. This is going to go down. Women know and she knew right mm-hmm. away. And what does she know? Eventually, he leaves Dory for Kelly, the hairdresser. They get married and they start to raise their family together. Yeah, poor Dory. So they are raising Betty and her two kids, mm-hmm. Kelly's two kids. Right. He also has a, thir- a third, fourth child named Harley, which is actually a Harley that he <laughs> loves like a child, I think. Yeah. It, he is very sick with his heart problems, and Kelly takes care of him for years, which is so interesting because usually women don't, like, steal away. Well, I have issues with the phrase, like, steal away because the man did something, too. It's not, like, all the woman's fault. But, like, steal away the husband and the husband is like a sick very sick man that needs to be taken care of i think he got sick after like he got re-sick again after because kelly doesn't seem to be the type of person that would be like this ill frail man that needs to be taken care of i'm in love with him and i'm gonna become his wife and take care of him uh yeah should that's not really her jam no so he is recovering from open heart surgery and Yeah, he, the, the horrible health problems that he's had. Um, so he's recovering from open heart surgery, and she has now decided after years of taking care of him that she is done. Now that he's had this last surgery, she's like, I'm done. She is, as That's Betty really says, bizarre. young-ish. <laughs> was Good on you, Betty. Good shade. on you, Betty. <laughs> so... She said Kelly was young-ish and decided she didn't want to care for him anymore. She could have, like, a bright future ahead of her with a healthy man, I guess. So she decides to leave. Two months later, Randy is dead. Kelly comes into the station, and she's crying about her dead, soon-to-be ex-husband. Or is she? She's covering up her face. It's a a little hard to tell. A lot. buried secrets, buried head in hands. Exactly. So Kelly thinks it could have been someone that he dealt drugs to years ago because mm-hmm. maybe. Yep. Yep. She goes, because maybe he narked on someone. And then she goes, is that the right word? Like all innocent. Kelly, you know the word, Kelly. You know, oh my God. And the police are going to be like, she wasn't even sure if it was narked. She's just a delicate flower. Sure. So, sure. Randy had been shot, this is super weird, with two guns. There's two, two different bullets. different guns, two different yeah. bullets in his head. So, they think, well, maybe there are two suspects that each had a gun. They lie side by side. It's very strange. You know, I just thought of something. I bet that Randy got a really big payout for from the electric company after he got electrocuted. On I would that hope city so. wire. Do you think that's why Kelly got together with him? That's possible. And then now the money's gone? I mean, I guarantee you they paid for his... I would hope they would pay for all of his medical stuff. 
But oh, yeah, I'm sure. He, but I'm sure you're he saying got he a, got like a chunk for pain and suffering and all of that. I hope so. Yeah, I'm thinking he probably just got a big cash payout. So she thinks it's this guy. He doesn't really work right now because he's super ill, but he has all this mm-hmm. money that he's just yeah. sitting on. Yeah. So and he can't even ride his Harley, so he's not really spending his money on stuff. That could mm-hmm. be. Okay. That's a good point. The detectives take a look at the usual suspects. Kelly. She would get life insurance, but she says there are just two policies and it adds up to $10,000. So not enough even to hire a hitman. Um, Unless you're in one of those really, really cheap towns. We're going to have to make a map. If someone wants to, I challenge our listeners to please make a regional map with each area of the United States and how much hitmen seem to go for. And then we can use it as a reference point. Wouldn't that be hmm. nice to just go to the map? I, I think that would be lovely. Uh, the detective asks Kelly, have you been seeing anyone? Mm-hmm. And she refuses to answer. Good Lord. And Keith says that was a non-answer, like a neon sign. Yep. There you go, <laughs> Keith. So It's true, though. It's it is true. true. Come on. Yeah. If you're not answering, there's that's... You've on. got something to hide. Yeah. Kelly admits that she is dating someone. And this caused a massive amount of confusion on Twitter because Dateline brushes it over very quickly by saying that it is her friend's brother, Clint. Everyone on Twitter seemed to think it was Randy's brother that she was dating. No, They they say her friend's brother. But then she says to the police officer, they say, is there anyone we need to talk to? And she goes, his brother. No, I think she meant her friend's brother that she oh, well, was staying with. Well, it confused me, too. I thought it was... T- I totally missed that. Because everyone Completely. thought, like, where's the brother? The brother's in on it. Right, I don't that's even what know I if he had too. a brother. Oh, brother. I honestly don't even think he had a brother. Oh, for goodness sake! So everyone th- kept on Twitter being like, what about the brother? No, that's me, too. She's sleeping okay, great. with the brother. Her brother-in-law, it's clearly the brother. It was really funny because Dateline producer kept having to be go in and be like, um, sorry, Guys, no, it is, that's not It correct. was really confusing. It was super, con- I agree. I yeah. totally agree. Where it, did you, where, where did you get that it was the friend's brother? She Who's says, brother? okay, so Kelly had been staying since she with moved Terry. out with yeah. Her, Terry. Yeah. And it's Terry's brother, Clint. Well, how would I know that it's Terry's brother, Clint, and it not was Randy's literally, brother, Clint? They say it for one second, and I think they have subtitles because she's mumbling, and it's in the interrogation room, I think. So you oh, have man. to be paying super close attention to understand. And no, so, that's just, I don't, no. It's these one-hour episodes they do sometimes have to brush over things that are wow. key, because then that whole episode, people are like, why are they not addressing the brother? It's very poor storytelling. Wow. Because <laughs> like, it's not the brother. Okay. So she's dating <sighs> this guy named Clint. And what's really cool about Clint is that he is one of the actors from the salsa commercials. New York City. Grab a rope. What? He is a cowboy. He has oh. a cowboy hat. You said that like it was Dateline producer information. And I was like, he is? No, I think those guys are probably pretty old right now. Yeah, I think so too. I, so Clint, we don't really get to meet Clint, but I I really wanted to meet Clint. Or Terry. His stash and hat combo was ridiculous. 
Yeah. Terry also can bring in Terry. Is Ter- I'm sorry, is Terry a woman? Again, I think now I think a man because when you said they said his brother, that makes me think that Terry is a man. Yeah, because she said you need to talk to his brother. Okay, yeah. well, this is just confusing also because in the way that names go, Clint could easily be a brother to Randy. Randy and Clint Randy could and Clint. easily be Here brothers. Here are my sons, Randy and Clint. Yeah, that makes sense. Right. And so could Terry and Clint. That makes yeah. sense to me too. And Terry could be a girl. Is Terry with an I more a girl than Terry with a Y? Or is Terry with a Y also girls? I know a Terry that is a, a woman and a man. Terry with a Y is man, and Terry with an I is a woman that I know. That's but what I've know, seen in my experience. Know. But And I believe they spelled it with a Y when they were doing the little subtitles because she's talking with her face in her hands. So Betty wants something to remember her dad by. And she really wants the Harley because that was his most favorite possession in the world. She goes to her stepmom, Kelly, and asks for it. Kelly says, well, Randy sold it before he died, even though he didn't tell you about it. And uh, I don't know where it is. I don't know anything about the transaction or where who the buyer was. That's weird. Then they find his missing car. It is abandoned in an alley. It's wiped down and the plates are gone. So something is mysterioso it's a pontiac they say pontiac like 30 times pontiac and it is listed for sale on facebook oh my gosh okay can we have an antoine dodson sound clip of him saying you are so dumb you are really dumb you are so dumb you are really dumb for real because if you're stealing a car after murdering someone yeah. Why would you post it on Facebook for sale? What's happening? Well, which is when we get to see our, but they're not the Razzle Dazzle Gang. What are they called? They are a, a motley hee-haw crew. Hee-haw gang. And hee-haw the, gang. The Hee-haw part Gang part two. They are a <laughs> motley crew. Yeah, and they, they are. are also, the best quote, a ragged band of walking felonies. Brilliant. Which they all look like. Yes. There's like the scrawny one, girls who look crazy, the guy that's already in prison. Like they're just running them through, all uh, these yes. friends. Uh, yep. All these friends. First, they bring in Madonna from the Lucky Star video. Yep. And she doesn't know anything about the car. She's not even allowed to cry because the cop is not having it. She actually oh, yeah, starts mean. to cry. Real tears, unlike maybe Kelly, we don't know. And he's like, don't start with those tears. I'm not having it. I don't wow. have time. He won't even let her cry. No. So she leads them to this ragged band of walking felonies. And they say they got the car from, not Kelly, Randy's big sister, Carol. Well, here we go. Enter Carol. Enter Carol. She gave them the car two hours after he was murdered. How did she meet that woman? Who? The oh, the ragged Madonna band look-alike. of walking yeah. felonies. Yeah. Where's Carol hanging out that she's meeting those people? I have a little bit of inside info on that that I will share. <gasps> oh, I'm excited. It's, okay. It to- doesn't totally explain things. But actually, I could I could see it working out. Okay. The police don't know how Carol got this car yet. But they do know one thing. They have reached one conclusion about Carol. She is simple. Simple? That's not the word they use. First they say simple, and then they say slow. 
So did they say simple first? She said she's. She said she's. I can't remember if they said she's simple and then they said, well, she said she's slow. Or if they said she's slow. No, she said she's a little slow. Okay, so first they said simple and she, when they were interviewing her, admits that she is slow. So Because Keith is kind. So Keith would use a word like simple. But she straight up said, oh, no, I'm a little slow. Yes. That's, I don't, I have feelings about that. Okay, go ahead. (laughs) What are your feelings? I don't know. I can't suss them out because you know I have, like, issues. Yeah. So I, I have weird feelings about it. Like, you feel immense pity because I she's do. simple. But I also... Do. But now I'm sort of like, well... And also, I'm not sure if she is. Or right. Or she's just using that. As Maybe it's a Brendan Dassey thing and she's like, I need to have someone present because I'm simple. I also need to know more about her upbringing. Is this a situation where she's actually not? And she was told that she was? <laughs> And so and she believed uses it, it as and every like uses excuse. It, right. Through her life, well, you know I'm this. Yeah, Carol, you spilled the milk all over the table. Mom, I'm simple. She called herself slow. I need to know more. Yeah, we need to know more. Okay, so Mm-mm. Randy and Carol never got along their whole lives. Mm-hmm. And the, like, terrible since they were children. And daughter Betty says it's not the kind of relationship she would have wanted for her kids. And again, I'm like, kids, you're 14 years old. So babies having babies. Finding Dory, the first wife, said Carol was always trying to ruin their relationship. For some reason, she did not want him to be married to Dory. So Hmm. simple Carol introduced them to Kelly, the hairdresser. Where did Carol and Kelly get together? Church? Where'd no. they meet? No. Do you want me to do it? Tell you now? Canasta? No. Canasta. No. Bingo. No. Am I close? No. Ugh. All right. Somebody dated somebody's somebody. No, it's not that exciting. Oh, okay. What is it? Tell so me. they both worked at the same beauty salon. What did Carol do? Exactly. <laughs> what was Carol's job? <laughs> she just restocked things, I think. That's what no, I would that's guess. No, that's not, there's not enough restocking work <laughs> to constitute employment. No, I have so many questions because... Did Carol do hair? No, I don't think so. Did would she you do trust shampoo? Carol to do your hair? Shampoo? Was she a shampoo person? Maybe she is like really good with hair, like Edward Scissorhands. Like she's slow, but she, she can didn't just She didn't seem that slow hair. to me. No, she really doesn't seem that slow. So, okay. All right. It's weird, but they both okay. worked at this beauty supply store. And I was like, her? What's the name of it? Did you get the name? No, God, I want the name. Dang it. Do you think it has like a pizzazz type something misspelled? Or is it just like a Sally's? Sassy trim. That sounds terrible. It's disgusting. Um, (laughs) It might be just someone's name. Right. Mabel's. Uh Uh-huh. Euphigenias. Hair salon. No, it's... You have to get a cream for that. (laughs) So Kelly and Carol, it's not clear how much they schemed on this, but Carol is the one that kind of introduced them to Kelly, which led to Dory and Randy breaking up and Kelly marrying Randy. Um, Hmm. At this point, I start to wonder if Carol and Kelly were more than friends. Yes. Were more than sisters-in-laws yeah. because 
I just really think that Carol was in love with Kelly. I just, I straight up think that she was. I don't inf- want to be friends. <laughs> infatuated yeah. with Kelly mm-hmm. and her flowing hair, hair, because she's a hairstyle. I don't know. And she just was into her. And she's like, well, I can't have her because I'm, I'm just a simple gal. So I'm going to have my brother have her. Or she's just like the genius of all geniuses. And sh- this had been planned right. from like 35 years before. Right. And then Kelly is a pawn uh, and Carol. That would be insane if Carol was the mastermind. That yeah. just blew my mind. Could a be. A simple genius. Oh, there we go. Well, that's a good title. I'm okay, good. Thank God, because I didn't really come up with any good ones. So Carol, the sister, is mm-hmm. the last person at the house the day that Randy was murdered. But they're not even talking. Why is she at the house? Okay, so they were estranged, but then they became kind of unestranged through Kelly. Because Kelly and her were so tight. and Yeah, they did say estranged, but then it seemed like they had to spend a lot of time with each other because of Kelly. So the detectives dive into the greatest secret keeper of all. Oh. There we go. The cell phone. That's not what you thought oh I was going to say, gosh. is it? That no, is not, I totally forgot. That's... It, you would think I'm talking about a vault of some sort, a Buddhist monk that is sworn to a vow of silence, but he knows all secrets. That's not yeah. what I'm talking about. I am talking about the cell phone, which is the secret keeper of the 21st century. They're yeah, trying. Too, they're I really trying, but there I could have it. been other titles. Yeah. Keith continues his streak of being fully enamored with IT people in this episode. Yep. You remember Anthony, and he started following us on Twitter, and he was the first IT guy that I knew that Keith was fully smitten with. Yes. And he had solved the crime. I think there's yes. something about like the tech stuff, because maybe Keith isn't that tech savvy, but so he's mesmerized by someone who can understand cell phone pings. But He loves it. He loves it. So... He is basically sitting on the detective's desk, like hands on his chin, idle, like he said, a book reading of. Gotcha. You know what I'm Beloved. saying? Beloved. Yeah. Beloved. Jake. He's, yeah. Yes. He said a Tony Morrison book reading. <laughs> there we and go. He, there weren't enough seats, so he's sitting on the floor and his yep. hands are on his chin and he's look. It's adorable. So yep. he is following this, um, the detective who did all this IT stuff. Kelly and Simple Carol were texting about 50 times a day. No, and 150 times a I'm day. I'm sorry, 150 times a day. 150 times. A day. All day then, just all day long. You'd never stop. How many hours are you awake in a day? 15. Yeah. So that's 10 texts an hour every yeah. single hour that you're awake. Right. That's all day. Every single hour, like from the An moment average, you wake up. Yeah, of 100. That's nuts. That's special, friends. The texts are very um, lovey-dovey. Again, mm-hmm. I feel like I called it. And there's some unrequited love going on here. It's yeah. very, I love you. I yeah. love you, sissy. Yeah. No, I have, I vomited in my mouthy. And 
with the colty. <laughs> exactly. I want to be a wifey for the colty. But mothery Debbie. <laughs> okay. Oh, the Debbie. <laughs> I go to jaily. <laughs> There's like two people who have no idea what we're talking about. And I say, get thee to TLC. No, I say good for you. Your life is better for it. So Kelly and Simple Carol seem to be either in love with each other or have some super codependent issues going on. I yeah. think I can clearly state that as an untrained counselor. They might need <laughs> some trained counseling. And may I humbly suggest that they seek therapy. There's a company called BetterHelp. Yes. That could offer them some better help for their situation that they find themselves in. They do yep. remote counseling and they're already on their phone texting each other every six minutes. So why not just get some therapy in there too? Absolutely. If you are stressed because you are simple and might be in love with your sister-in-law and BetterHelp offers counseling with a licensed therapist in the privacy and safe space of your own home. You can confidentially text, chat, phone, or video with a counselor. It's available worldwide. So our listeners in Norway, we have one. Her name is Marianne. I don't know if she needs counseling. I'm not implying that, but maybe her friends do because they're stressed out because of all the lutefisk that is in Norway. They can enjoy this service too. Yeah. BetterHelp has counselors that are specialized in family issues, anxiety, grief. Find a counselor that you love. And if you don't bond with them for any reason, you can switch at any time. It's affordable and they even have financial aid if you qualify. That's great. And Date with Dateline listeners get 10% off your first month with discount code Dateline. So maybe get started today. Go to betterhelp.com forward slash Dateline. You just fill out a questionnaire. You answer questions about your needs, about your relationship with your sister-in-law hairstylist, and then they match you with a counselor. Betterhelp.com forward slash Dateline. Your family might not be as bad as the family in this episode, but maybe you can still use some help. Check it out. Kelly says in one of the, in one of the texts that is not to Carol, but to Randy... Mm -hmm. Kelly is texting Randy saying, it's been 14 years. Do you hear me? 14 years. Which, yes, we hear you, Kelly. She says, I've had enough death, so I shut you out. That I don't get. A, maybe she has death in her family history. Like, did she have a spouse before that died? Also, why is she saying, I shut you out, like she's saying, I rebuke you, Satan? Could I don't she understand. be more dramatic? There's a part of this conversation that we're missing. So my only thought on that text was, he's not taking care of himself. And she's saying, I'm done. I've had enough death. I but shut, again, I, who else died? Out. I want to know. Well, I don't, I mean, yeah, but Did it just seems like a, a weird... Husband? It doesn't, but I don't know why they told us that text because it doesn't make any sense. No, it's context. true. It's just we have added, to have context. Huh. You're so right. It, they it they they should have picked a different text because it leads to just way more questions. I think he was taking care of himself. So then what? So if he's gonna die somehow, I'm sorry, like Kelly, that I need an open heart surgery because I was hurt on the job. I'm right, so and you sorry. Can't have that's it an anymore. inconvenience to you. Yeah. I mean, has he had open heart surgery for every year for 14 years? That's just like <laughs> then, what I don't understand. I mean, that could get a little trying for sure. But yeah, 
but I don't think that's the case here. No. I don't And also, her. if you're sick of caring for your husband who's ill, you wouldn't say, I've had enough death. You'd say, I've had enough sickness. Yeah. Which is, makes me think he's not taking care of himself. But who else died? Does she have another husband who died? That's- no, she probably had just someone in her family. I don't know why you're stuck on that. She's like, somebody in her family must have just died. Maybe that's true. Yeah. But then again, I I feel like we should have been known because now I'm questioning and thinking she murdered her first husband. Oh, well, yeah. We don't know. who. Do we know she was married before? She had two kids. Oh, true. That doesn't mean that she was married. We don't know that she was married. She could have given away her secret keeper to a guy that was just her boyfriend. Yeah. No shame. No. I don't don't know. I don't know. But Mm, doesn't I've had enough death make it seem like multiple people have died? Yes, it makes it seem like multiple people have died in a short period of time and that he's not taking care of himself, so he's going to be next. And she doesn't want to be around for it to watch it. Gotcha. That's what it sounds like to me. But they didn't let us know any of that other information. Right. Now, was this before? He was just recovering from open heart surgery. So was this before the open heart surgery or after the open heart surgery? This could. You're totally right. This could be he didn't want to get the surgery. And she's annoyed about it. And mm. she's saying, I've had enough death. You're going to die unless you get this stint put in or this open heart surgery, whatever you're having done. I'm done with you. Anything, any information the Dateline could have given could us surrounding this. Just, just any little piece. <laughs> any one of those four things. Because now I'm thinking he was going to get the surgery, but yeah. it was she didn't want to sit all scared in the waiting room and be like a wife that is worried. She didn't couldn't deal with that again. So instead, she's just going to break up with him because her feelings can be cut off like that. So she's like, I can't deal with this anymore. Good luck with your surgery. Peace out. Oh, that it's just even that. That just like, I can't deal with the possibility that you might die during this right. surgery. So, so I'm instead, no. I, I'm not literally changing anything about your health. I am just not going to be there to watch it. But if she no. had any feelings for him, she would still have those feelings, even if she wasn't married to him at the time. But I think this is a 14 years thing. 14 years, 14 years also makes me think it might be about the Harley. He says, I really want to ride the Harley. I mm. want to do this. And she's like, no, it's been 14 years of this nonsense. You're going to die on that bike. I don't want you to be that unsafe. You, It could be any of these. Okay. I don't know why they told us that that text because it doesn't matter at all. It doesn't. It's. I don't feel like it has any bearing. But we know they had a bad relationship. So, like, we didn't need to. I don't think this this text was necessary. That's, but maybe it's just us going crazy and overanalyzing. That's always a possibility. It doesn't. This was like a blip in the episode. <laughs> Guys, don't expect to hear this text. You might just miss it. It's very fast and it makes no sense. <laughs> All right. So Randy in these texts seemed to want Kelly to move back. Not sure why, but he hmm. wanted to reconcile. But it is also clear from these texts that Carol and Kelly hated Randy. Like, seething hatred. Yeah. This is the cop that's going through all the texts interpretation. Um, But they both have clear alibis for the night that he was murdered. Then the detective finds a message where Kelly sends a phone number to Carol and Mm -hmm. says, put it under Sonia. But who is Sonia? 
Is it Sonia Morgan? <laughs> Sonia Morgan. She comes in. Hello, I'm here. <laughs> I party with John John Kennedy and Madonna all the time. Check out my new boyfriend that's 20 years younger. I don't know what she does. Is I brought she champagne. Does? I'm wearing white pants. <laughs> Let's go to Montego Bay. <laughs> that's the best I got. Okay. She's, she's drunk a lot. Yeah. She used to be. I haven't watched the New York Housewives in a minute. She might not be, but before it was a lot of like boyfriends, white pants, wine. I feel like she talks about her Clovis a lot. Yes. Like, she's in touch with her body. Like how she's older, but she's still yes. in touch with her body. She's a cougar. Yeah. And she's proud of it. Yeah. She's a proud cougar. Uh, so the number that belongs to Sonia doesn't really belong to Sonia. It belongs to a guy named... Grizz. And I know Come what your on. first question is going to be. Is that his no. God-given name? That is not. Guess what his it, God-given name is? Lee Adams. Grizz <laughs> Lee Adams. <laughs> no. It is not. No? It is Kelly. It's a two-for-Kelly episode. Can you even imagine? It's a gift. Keeps on giving. It keeps on grizzing. And... <laughs> The fact that we get to call him Grizz is a blessing in disguise because it would have been super confusing having two Kellys. Now, yeah. I'm an, Grizz Kelly was, not anymore, but hmm. he was in a white supremacist prison gang. Come you know, on. It happens. As you do. Um, Jeez. Y- it was named 211 Crew. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Where's 211? What's the area code for 211? Where is that? I don't know if that's what it refers to, but that's a good question. Do you think that's what it refers to? No. 211 is... Is it a Hitler thing? That's what I thought it was, to be honest. I don't know what his birth date is, but I know a lot of people use his birthday for things. 420. Uh, It is 420, isn't it? There is no area code 211 in North America. The three-digit number 211 is reserved for special services similar to 411 and 911. So it cannot be issued as an area code in many areas. <laughs> 211 is used as a short code to reach health and human services. Hmm. Is it, tell me there's more information because you read that like it was going to hold all the secrets and there's, it held none. There's a film called 211, which is... Did you look up 211 crew for school paper? No, I'm scared. Oh, do you think that 211 is like the two lines of a swastika that would come and make a swastika? Yeah, I'm wondering. And then there's two of those. So that's where it comes from. I'm wondering. So Grizz, guess who Grizz's mama coog is? I mean, mama bear is. Sonia Morgan. Hello! <laughs> oh, God, my tooth fell out again. <laughs> now, guess the real mother. Guess who no. his mother is? Simple Carol. Oh, man. So that makes him Randy's nephew. OMG moment. Yeah. But I'll skip ahead to when Dateline reveals it. But we knew at that moment. Yeah. Now, Grizz Kelly is on these text message threads about how much they hate Randy. So the police think it's the three of them together. The cops bring in Kelly and they pretend that they don't know anything. And they're like joking around with her. She's laughing. She's giggling. And 
then they bring in Carol and they tell mm-hmm. her that Grizz did the murder and that Kelly sold her out, which is literally the oldest trick in the book. But, but simple Carol <laughs> falls for it. Immediately. The second, I, Carol, how are you? I didn't kill anybody. Well, Kelly told us you did. Okay, so I did, but here's what happened. They tricked me. I didn't actually do it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It was like that. And they were like, well, you don't have to tell us right now. We can get you a soda or something. She's like, no, I'll tell you. So she falls for it, and she flips on Kelly and her son, Grizz. Carol says, this is when she finally wised up. She says, I think I need an attorney. And the detective goes... You do? Okay. Well, you're arrested for first-degree murder. That was amazing. <laughs> because literally, she, she spills all the beans. Yeah. And then says, Before. Okay, well, I think I need an attorney at the end. <laughs> yeah. That's not fair. She you might can't have let actually her do that. needed she She might already have told you she was supervision. slow. Yeah. Yeah, that's not fair. I feel mm-hmm. like that's not right. This could go into the appellate courts, like the Brendan Dassey case. Yeah. He was a minor, and he had learning disabilities he should not have been interviewed by himself and no. maybe the same for carol so maybe. they arrest carol they yeah. arrest kelly too and well. she looks pretty good in her mugshot i think she had just given herself a blowout and kelly's all look good in their mugshots we haven't had a bad kelly mugshot yet have we i don't know but this kelly mm. looked flawless her hair mm-hmm. was on point and i'm guessing she was taking her care of vitamins because it looked really healthy Care of is a subscription service that delivers vitamins and supplements and protein powders to your door every month. Love it. It's summer, summer, summertime, and I'm trying to build up a healthy routine like walking, going to my water aerobics class, finally starting my Marie Kondo tidying up so I don't wind up on hoarders, and taking my care of vitamins. You just go to careof.com and you take an easy and fun quiz about your health goals i love taking the quiz because it was all about me there are no complicated questions like train a is going 90 miles an hour north and train b is going east at this many kilometers and then they collide and then i just have already started (laughs) crying yeah it's hard to know what to do with your health because everywhere you look mariah carey is recommending that you only eat foods that are purple and it's very confusing you gotta watch that stuff but i can tell you from personal experience i have enjoyed using care of more than i've ever enjoyed taking vitamins they come in small compostable packs that give you little it's either a question of the day or a phrase that makes you think for the day and they all say hello katie and i love that mine said um would you rather be the sandcastle or the wave Ooh. But don't worry, when you take the quiz, it's not going to ask you that question. That's just for you to ponder in your daily life. Exactly. Uh, Also, if you want more info about how to compost the little packages, you can go to the Care of website and they have a lot of information on it. For 25% off your first Care of order, go to TakeCareOf.com and enter Date Dateline. That's 25% off your first Care of order. Go to TakeCareOf.com and enter Date Dateline, which is us. Check it out, guys. What are you waiting for? I don't know. What literally, what are you waiting for? Take care. Of. So the police arrest Grizz and his mugshot. Oh, boy. He's wearing these really (sighs) cute horn rim glasses. I'm going to stop you. I don't think we should discuss what Grizz looks like because of a major factor in his looks. 
that we had a problem with about a month ago. I don't want you to have the same problem again, so I'm going to nip this in the bud. I... He's got neck tattoos. He's got a bunch of neck tattoos, and he's been in prison before. This is not to say that people with neck tattoos have all been in prison or look like they're not going places. Because they just, are. They are. They're going just straight to Grizz the Just Grizz isn't going places. Keep going. I'm just doubling down. No, I'm just jumping in front of the train. Stop the train. Get on a new train. Train B is new, going east. New year, new you. He's got horn rim glasses, neck tattoos, and he looks like he might be part of a white supremacist group, which he is. There he did it. <laughs> his look is not a surprise for his lifestyle. No, no. he's terror. I I wrote down. Um, Grizz is terrifying. Oh really? Is See, what I thought I, wrote I was down. like, oh. Grizz looks like a straight up white supremacist to me. I would not want to be in an elevator with Grizz. I won't even talk about what his neck tattoos look like and what they say. Grizz, Is it a swastika? No, there's like big black letters on the bottom and I don't quint quite read it. I'm pretty sure it said Jews will not replace us, but I really have no idea. <laughs> it did not. It might. It oh could Lord, have. I hope not. Man, I don't that is know. A, that's forever. Okay. Don't know. That's a bad idea. Well, so. he's going <laughs> to maybe be in prison forever. So go ahead. All right. Grizzelli writes a letter to the prosecutor. Grizzelli is Grizz and Kelly combined. Writes a oh. letter to the prosecutor saying he was played by these two ladies, by his mom and his aunt in law, right? Yes. Good Lord. So he works out a plea deal where he won't get the death penalty. Now, if you want some extra information, go to Twitter because Dateline producer, they post, you know, these extra tidbits. And one of them is the prosecutor and the uh, DA, I think, talking about these letters they received from Grizz in (gasps) jail. And that scared me. The letters are creeptastic. It's he developed this really strong, like talented Mr. Ripley situation with the prosecutor. He would write the prosecutor a lot. And in one of them, he says, keep your laces tight, which I guess is a a hockey thing. The prosecutor plays hockey. So he felt like that was a direct, almost threat to be like, I know something about you. But at the same time... Grizz seems to really admire the prosecutor. He keeps talking about all the stuff they have in common. And it's just their life situations that are different. But they're basically, as the prosecutor said, like two sides of the same coin. He's just trying to straight up like manipulate the prosecutor like Hannibal Lecter style. Chris thinks he is Hannibal. Yes. Or he has a father fixate. He killed his father figure. Maybe he's trying to develop a new father figure relationship. It's really weird. And the prosecutor said he was freaked out Um, and also super offended that he that Grizz kept saying how much they had in common. And they were like basically the same person. And no, the prosecutor needs to move. He needs to like, first of all, he needs to watch Red Dragon and read Manhunter. (laughs) And then he needs to know what he's looking at. And then he needs to be very aware that if any time anyone is following him, him wearing a Panama hat, mm. you you got to go. Mm-mm. You, you got to get on a train. You got to get out of there. You mm-hmm. got to go. Anyone uh-uh. looking like he's about to hunt the world's deadliest animal, which is man, 
Yes. You get a prickle on the back of your neck, you go. Yes. You hear anyone talk about lambs, sheep, anything that's like <laughs> off in Take any kind lamb. of way. Take the lamb. You're no, in danger, get, sir. Yeah. Get on the lamb. Yep. So exactly. Grizz says, you know, I was manipulated by these ladies. You know what? My mom even drove me to the house. <laughs> he hitched a ride from Mom Carol to go to the house to kill Randy. So this is weird because I'm assuming this might be a wide assumption. I don't know a lot of white supremacists. I actually don't know any. Mm. Um, but I'm just saying, do you? Do you know a lot? Do oh, yeah. You in I your have like pocket? five or six. Yeah. Okay. I can call on them. Like, they're really good at lifting heavy things in case they need sure. to move. So my question is, I would assume that somebody who is a white supremacist is also into, like, that toxic masculinity where mm. it's females are the weaker sex. Mm. This might be an assumption on my part. The incel stuff that I told you about? Yes. Yeah, I could see that. A lot of them are, yeah. I could see for sure, yeah. This is what I'm thinking, that it's a weird thing that he does to admit that these two women hoodwinked him. That's true. About this uncle that he loved. It seems like he would stand by the uncle. It seems like he would say the women were just evil because all women are evil and they deserve what's coming to them. Can I ask you a very serious question? Do they get podcasts in prison? Do you think he's listening to us right now and should we be scared? Is that what you're asking? I'm going to say one thing. I feel like someone like him would be very interested in any coverage of this that he's involved with. Oh, yeah, I can see that. So, Dolores, it's been really nice knowing you. I'll catch you on the flip side. Bye, Ginia. Bye forever, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. They do get iPads. That's a terrifying thought. Just going to put that out there. You know what, Grizz? I liked your glasses a lot. No, we're not gonna we're not gonna pander to the No, Nazi. I really did like his glasses. Okay. He would like to punch you through glasses. Because I'm a glasses. Jew. Yes. There you go. So the police asked Grizz, why did you shoot him with two guns? Two different okay. guns. Okay. And he says, Um, I just always have two guns on me usually. Come on, double guns. Come on. When you're in a white supremacy gang, I guess you need to, to called 211, you need two guns. And Is that a bragging rights thing? Is that what happened there? What maybe do we think that I'm is? I'm so wanted by like I people are always out to get me, so I just need two guns to protect myself at all times. He's a piece of garbage. All right. But Keith says about the two guns. Mhm. That's just how he rolls. Yes, he did. <laughs> And somehow it sounded natural when oh, Keith totally. said it. I was like, yeah, that sounds right. Yes, Thanks, Keith. Keith. You're right. That is how he rolls. <laughs> so he got dropped off by his mom. He kills Randy, shoots him twice, and then takes Randy's car. Payment for doing this would be the $10,000 that Kelly would get from the life insurance and also the motorcycle. He really wanted that Harley. He loved and admired his uncle and the Harley that he rode on and felt like that was a normal payment to get the Harley. Mm-hmm. And he really seems to want the cops to know how much that Randy was a great guy, that he was an amazing uncle. 
This is when Dateline reveals what we figured out a long time ago. He's the nephew that wrote Randy that amazing text message about how he was a father to him on Father's Day. And thank you for believing in me. You um, have always supported me. You're my hero, basically. Wow. Yeah. He believed Kelly and Simple Carol when they told him that Randy was abusing them, which makes makes me think that Griselli is not as bright. He maybe got his smarts from Mom Carol because none of it really makes sense. Although I will say in his text message to Randy, there were a shocking lack of typos. The cops figure out that it wasn't just the two life insurance policies that were worth 10000 Kelly had six, six life insurance policies totaling 130000 plus this beautiful home, so hundreds of thousands of dollars. And so this, this idiot, this Grizz, was like, oh, she's only getting 10000 <laughs> Really? Well, he's got the Harley, too. Wow, he got the hog. All right. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, so Kelly uh-uh. manipulated everyone, basically. Yeah. But can she manipulate the jury? No. Dun, dun, dun. Maybe. Untold for, as of we now. We don't know. She was the ringleader in this gang of deadly relatives. They had a bunch of plans. Wait, not Carol? Before th- <laughs> Shocking. <laughs> Carol was not the mastermind. So Keith says that it took Byzantine planning. Yeah, were you excited? It's back again. I was again. so excited. It's guess who's back? Byzantine's back. Mm-hmm. My girlfriend Bianca mm-hmm. said it in uh, Suspicion. Yes, and that's still one of my favorite episodes. And she was my favorite, but she pronounced it Byzantine because she is has ac- an accent that's beautiful. Byzantine, now, right? No, okay, maybe not. I could be wrong. She pronounced it beautifully. They both did. Um, so they had several plans to kill Randy yeah. before they came up with this one. Mm-hmm. Plan A was, as Keith says, odd. Yeah. Griselli thought up the plan to spike Randy's smoothies with his meds, hoping that he would crash his car. Who's making so, him a smoothie every morning? I think he made himself one. So he put it like in the protein powder? That's a great question. Yeah, I guess so. Because Kelly, I thought, had moved out by that time. But then if he crashes his car, they're not going to immediately tox him? Tox well, he him? thought that they wouldn't do a tox report looking for those meds because oh. he's prescribed those meds. But that's not how that works, Griselda. Yeah, maybe he's not so, that smart. He's not that bright. Also, he could have killed many other people on the road. Uh-huh. So he doesn't care that's about that. N- no. So Griselda takes the stand, and we see the side neck tattoo a little more, and, like, I thought it, maybe it was a tree. I don't know. They ask him on the stand to repeat what he confessed to, that Kelly and Carol planned to have him shoot Randy, but he gets stage fright. Uh-huh. He says, no, I... I don't remember any of what you're talking about, basically. Wow. Under oath, he's like, nope. Oh, it's not just that. It's just that he stares at the prosecutor. And now it's even creepier knowing that they wrote letters back and forth. No, well, the prosecutor never wrote back to him. But he wrote him a ton of letters and he's just staring him down. He says, I don't know. No. 
And it's just one word answer. Now will you be answer. my daddy? Yeah. He looks like he's going to eat his face. Will you be my dad? No, also, it's I not that murder sweet. You. It's, will you be my dad? <laughs> it's not good. I don't like it. So the reason they think he did it is because he didn't want to be a snitch because he'd get beat up in prison. Yeah, that makes That's, sense. I guess. But we see people all the time on the stand, like prisoners, snitching on people. So... And he's not even snitching. He's saying something that he confessed to. He did like a signed confession on tape. And now he won't say what he already had said. And the people he's I, snitching on are other... I guess you're not supposed to snitch on no, anybody. you're not supposed especially to Especially if it's your all. mom. Right, you're not supposed yeah, to... I, do not you s- think he was doing it to mess with the prosecutor? That's what I think. Like, I didn't necessarily think it was... That it's a power thing? Was, that's possible. Hmm. I don't, but he had already made this agreement. Like that was part of his plea agreement that he would admit to the whole thing, but he still gets it even though he Does has, he? yes, Keith says, even though he has witness amnesia, he still gets his plea deal. That's maybe because he confessed to it in the video when they're interrogating him. And maybe, I don't, honestly, I don't know. Hmm. Um, so the prosecutor asks him, well, you got a Harley Davidson for doing this murder. And he pauses for about 17 seconds. So long. It's the scariest thing. The Dateline was like, we'll come back. We're going to come back from commercial break. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And then they come back from commercial break and he's still staring. And he says, I got a Harley Davidson. Period. <laughs> do you, do you want to go for a ride with me, Dad? I'm sorry. That was the it's creepiest so thing. I was weird. like, no. Nope, lock him up. Because the plea deal was so that he wouldn't get the death penalty, right? That was the plea, was for no death. I think that... He will be in jail the rest of his life, yeah. Yeah, running this gang. I can't... Oh, this is... Oh, maybe he wants to be a head up and a power figure in the gang. But I don't even know if that gang is in that prison. Although I guess it, it could be very... Maybe it's in... Most persons in Colorado, I don't know. It said Colorado. I don't know. I don't know. know. So Kelly takes the stand. Oh, boy. Of course she she does. She says that she's very demurely dressed. Mm -hmm. She says that Randy was controlling. And there was a small amount of physical violence. When she tried to leave, he, like, blocked her from leaving. Yes. And that was. Block her with his body. That was the physical abuse that she's speaking of. Sorry, we should also mention that Randy was 6'5". Yeah, so he was a, a big giant guy. person. Yes, yes, that's okay. true. She has no actual examples of physical abuse, aside from him just standing in front of the door. Unless but, we just didn't hear them, but I feel like Dateline would have played But she fully admits those. on the stand that it yeah. was a small amount. Usually people, when they're claiming abuse, would say that it was a lot worse. So was he They're on trial for murder. Oh, that's true. That's a great question. But she's trying to defend herself by saying there was all this abuse. And then she just says, it was a small amount of physical abuse. It's just just so weird to me. Like, she's now being honest. Um, No, there could have been emotional abuse, verbal abuse. There's all different kinds of abuse. But we don't get to hear the examples of what she's talking about. No. She said that he did threaten her, though, when she wanted to leave. And that's what made her, like, saying, if you leave, I will kill you. And mm-hmm. so she fled. But then she second-guessed her opinion. Mm-hmm. She's 
talking like she's looking down. It felt like she was reading something off yeah. a piece of paper on her lap or she was reciting it out of memory because she's talking like it's not off the top of her head at all. It's like I just wondered if I was doing the right thing or if I had made the right decisions. You know, it's very rehearsed. It was very strange. Yeah. So Keith is now talking to the prosecutor. He's interviewing him, and this is one of my favorite moments. His mannerisms are like he's Sherlock Holmes or something. He's hunched down in his chair, and his hands are to his mouth. And he says, so the check. God bless him. The check. And it's the so check. mysterious. Oh, uh-huh. and his, hand, his hands, he's in thinker pose, and yep, he's like, yep. the check. It's perfect. It's so good. And... The uh, prosecutor explains that there was a $420 check. Randy had gotten that check the day he before he was murdered. Mm-hmm. He had texted Kelly, I'm on my way home, and something about, I have this $420 check in my wallet. Mm-hmm. So Kelly knew about this check. But then he got home, Griselli killed him. He was and murdered. took right. the car with his wallet in it, because he had left the wallet in the car. Mm-hmm. So the car and the wallet with the check in it were gone mm-hmm. and sold to these people, the the hee-haw gang, part deux. Right. Now, at 3.46 in the afternoon, the day Kelly found the body, which was the next day, she deposited a $420 check. Come on. Where'd you get the check, Kelly? How did you get that check? Also, what's that check for? I assume it was for a work something. And why is it for $420? That's what your question was? Yes. Seeing we just realized what 420 is. Oh, do you think it was from a gang member that is in the white supremacist gang? And he was counseling him to get off drugs. And he said, I'm not getting off drugs, and I'm writing you a check. I'm going to give you my money, <laughs> and I'm not getting... But my money is going to be a secret code as I'm an homage saying, to Hitler. I'm just saying that's a weird amount. It that's is. a strange coincidence. It is. Because I'm Maybe it was like 41926 or something. Yeah, and they're like just rounding it. Like a normal paycheck would be, yeah. and they're just rounding it. Okay. Um, I, don't, I don't really know, but it's a good, that's a good question. But it's so... Dumb that Kelly deposits this check. Also, the very day. She doesn't even wait a day. But also, she should have not had any access to this check. Because uh-huh. she was supposedly nowhere near him or the car that was stolen after he was murdered. Right. You are so dumb. You yeah. are really dumb. You are so dumb. You are really dumb. For real. Now, they interrogate Kelly and they say that th- this was good. Like, the prosecutor is like, you deposited a check from a dead man's wallet. And Kelly is just saying, yes, uh-huh, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. She says, a wallet that was missing, mm-hmm, from a car that was stolen, mm-hmm, stolen by a killer, mm, yeah, who shot your husband, yes, in a murder you claim to have nothing to do with, yes. I'm done with this witness, Judge. And just yeah. drops the mic. It's real so good. good. Yeah. It's really excellent. So dramatic. Now, Kelly gets life in prison. So does Grizel Bunchen. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> Slow, Slow Carol only gets 30 years. Wow. 
I don't know how much longer slow kills. I don't. She's she's a little she's a little older, so maybe she got she got a life sentence. She got a life sentence. Um, but I hope she's not smart enough to do the math on that, and maybe she has some hope that she's gonna get out. Well, she's probably appealing. Yeah, thought you were like she's appealing. Like I was like, there's nothing appealing about Carol. (laughs) (laughs) She's very appealing. (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) So Betty. Sweet Betty, who we love, named her son Randall after her dad. And she Aww. also has two daughters at home and she's 13 years old. So that's crazy. I don't know how that happened. Betty is now crying and it is my precious moment of the episode. Yeah. I'm sure it was yours. It, of course. So Betty's crying and saying she can't call on her dad for help anymore. And Keith Couldn't. is an angel. He leans forward smiling like jimmy stewart or something like just the most pure hearted fatherly figure ever and says smiling he's like although i must tell you as we've been sitting here you've been calling on him again and again yeah i just i died i can't it was so sweet i can't and then it makes the daughter cry even harder it's just so beautiful and then Keith is in voiceover saying that Randy's daughter is just as tough as he was. She just doesn't know it yet. It is the sweetest. And then I rose from the dead and died again. Yeah, it's too. And the way that he describes her in that last moment is uh, the thing that I thought was so sweet. And I wrote it down because it got me. He said he described her as having boundless good manners. Mm. And I was like. What a tribute for Keith to pay that like to her dad, because Mm. that's something you learn. Mm -hmm. He didn't point at it, but he said it and you could tell and Keith doesn't say it if he doesn't mean it, you know. And so for him to like slip that in was good job, Randy. Your daughter's here. She is a wonderful representation of you. That moment, that moment cleared up my acne and conditioned my hair. It... (laughs) made my life whole but that was your care of vitamins for the if month. keith if keith said those words about me yeah the thing and i like to imagine that in this case that keith will like keep an eye on betty on a her little yes bit. yes oh like you're so she, right she may have made the christmas card list i'm thinking oh. that it was just he seemed very impressed with her and he, he really did. He doesn't seem to be that impressed with most people, but she got the majority of the interview. Mm-hmm. He, you could tell that because she was a genuine person, Keith really responded to that. Yeah, I that think he's really the godfather sweet. to her next baby. Yeah. I think he's calling her if he's ever in town to yeah, stop by and, and say hi to the kids. They can have coffee. Definitely. Yes. Oh, it's beautiful. They I remember that together. little. I remember that little Randy likes Thomas the Train. Gets him a little. Yeah, Aww. I could. I could see that. I can see that relationship. And also, that's hard too because I think Keith saw that like how much she must be hurting. Like she seemed to really miss her dad, and it seemed like Keith was like sort of felt that and could like pull. Keith like, is our all. Is a father that. figure to all. He is. Keith is everyone's dad. Yeah. Anybody who needs a dad, Keith is your dad. He's the best. Sexy dad. Okay, that's gross. That's not me speaking. That's the LA Times speaking. That Oh, were the LA Times speaking? Did oh, they yeah. call? They did um they they did there was an article. Um I don't know if you saw it. Oh, I did I must have missed it. Tell yeah. me about it. 
Well, it was on the front page of the calendar section of the uh, LA Sunday edition. Oh, wow. It must yeah. be important. Yeah, no, it must. It was a long, lengthy article and I'm very well received, I think. It was all the buzz on Twitter. Um, mm. And they mentioned that the hosts of Dateline have become sex symbols in their own right, especially Keith. That is true. Yeah. They mentioned a few other things in the article, too. It was a, It's a good article. So everyone should read it. Yeah, I, no, I highly recommend it. It's I might have posted it on all of our social media channels. <laughs> we might have been men- mentioned in it, like, briefly, which is kind of, it's just like a, it's a little tip of the hat, you know, it makes us feel like we're on the right track. Honorable mention. Yeah. It's very nice. It's very nice. Thank you, LA Times. <laughs> No, we were, I was screaming, like I died. You died, I died and I so said, I'm not reading it, I'm not week. reading it. It was yeah. <laughs> No, my mom is buying a bunch of extra copies of the newspaper, so she can frame them, give them away to relatives in Minnesota, she can scrapbook them. It, my mom actually did something. Really? No, well, she sent a group text to my sisters, which is never happens, and she said, your sister's in this article. She was like, LA Times. And I said, I didn't know you knew how to do a link on a Good phone. for her. But she did. She forwarded it to everybody. Good for her. So <laughs> the um, the Dolores um, Eugenia, what are you calling it? Eugenia is what I Eug- said. Eugenia. You said Eugenia. I said Eugenia. Is um, because in the article they do say... They mm. call themselves? Yeah. Was that the word? Something. It was very funny. Something about how we call ourselves. Who perf- still refused to say their last names or who's, would, who asked that their last names would not be mentioned. And Dateline tweeted out like a laughing. They said, LOL. That's that really was so funny. And I said, it's called Mystery Dateline. <laughs> Try it sometime. You guys should understand this concept. <laughs> it's your um, whole business. <laughs> but the... Um, but it did sort of seem like maybe our first names are not Kimberly <laughs> and Katie. <laughs> and so I did respond rare to a rare post on Instagram that said and made it seem like perhaps our names are Dolores and Eugenia, which they still might be. I'm not. Why did my Dolores tell me no tales? But Dolores is the first one I came up with. And then I was like, what's another good one? And I was like, oh, Eugenia. Dolores and Eugenia would be friends. Why can't I be Augusta? Mary Jane, Mary Jo Dupree. Okay, you just want to be Southern because of, what's her name from last week? What's her name? Deborah Tipton. Deborah, Deborah Tipton. Yeah, are we going to have her on? Who I think goes by Tippy. Oh, oh, in her in debutante an, days. In an homage to Tipper Gore, who was also very rich. Or um, Tip, Tippy Hedren. There you go. She go, mm. but I think so. Oh, Tippy. So she'll be like Deborah Tipton, and they'll be like, "Oh, Tippy, yes, I know Tippy." Oh, she. Oh, yeah, they would. I know Tippy well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Tippy and I go way back. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love it. That's yes. great. Okay. Anyways, we got to press on with this. Okay. Episode. So B roll bonanza. Keith, yeah. crazy, doing a dual lean against a cop car. Oh yeah. With a cop. Yes. Right. No. Dual and then he- double lean. They're both it's like leaning? a double rainbow. They're both leaning on the he cop leans, car. He leans on cars twice this episode because did you see he's also leaning on the Pontiac? He, God, he he, lo- he was his dogs was were car- barking this yeah. episode and he felt the need to lean. Yeah. He leans in the doorway 
He leans, You're right. He leaned all over this episode. Okay. Glorious. Good. Um, Be- Betty is pregnant, and she is the cutest pregnant girl ever. For sure. Not just saying that. No, legitimately. In overalls. Walking. The cutest and striped little shirt. Striped yes. little t-shirt and over. Like, for some reason, the perfect pregnancy outfit. Perfect. And then she's walking down the middle of, like, a lone road. No but, cars. But it's like a subdivision, right? But it's like a subdivision. But yeah. there's, like, massive stretches of gravel where mm-hmm. maybe they're going to be doing something there. But I just was, like, tired. She's just walking. Can't they let the pregnant lady sit? She is more active in her B-roll than most non-pregnant people on Dateline. Uh, it did keep reminding me. Actually, there's a music video, like an old one, of, um, I think it's Jack White from the White Stripes. And mm-hmm. it's called Treat Me Like Your Mother is the name of the song. But every time I saw her in the B-roll, I thought she was going to, like... I thought, like, Jack White was going to... It's, like, the exact same kind of, like, oh, setup. really? And he walks the whole time. Mm. So he's, like, walking in this subdivision, but then he gets a machine gun. It's a weird oh. video. But, like, it was weird because it was, like, the same exact... I was like, are they in the same place? Was that shot in Colorado? <laughs> like, it It was weird. I'm going to I'm gonna check it, just in case. We'll do a side-by-side. Yeah. Uh, that would be funny if it was, like, a music video. You know how people are always walking through music videos and people, like, jump out and do crazy things, like a Bjork video, and she's just walking yes. through town. Oh, sure. And then, like, crazy, there's a roller skater goes by. And like a the happy juggling. video. Like yes. the what's it called? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so that would be amazing if neighbors start coming out of their houses, like, doing little dances. Um, quotes. So many freaking quotes. Oh, yeah. I've got, I've even got a couple. That's So amazing. Randy was driving and kept falling asleep. Oh, I know and the one. as Keith says. Can I do it? Yes, of course. Uh, Randy felt the warm summer day wrap his big body like a sleeping pill. It's so beautiful. Foreshadow. It makes me think of, oh. Foreshadow much. There you go. Keith is a poet. It made me feel like a bear hibernating in a cave, and mm-hmm. I felt safe. Except uh, that someone uh, was literally poisoning him with sleeping pills. Yeah. That's nuts. It was so beautiful. Okay, so then he says, so that started off the episode. with like Oh, a, yeah. It was like, oh, I know what we're in for. We're in for glory. Oh, yeah, me too. I felt yeah. the same way. Okay. Then he said, families can be such a fascinating little study. Can't they? And I was like, I love when he interacts with us. Yeah. Yes, Keith, they can. Yes, Keith. I will answer your question aloud in my apartment. Uh, he <laughs> said, her life resembled the sad bits of Cinderella. <laughs> the sad bits Is of Cinderella. Is that of Grizabella? No. Oh. Isn't that, isn't that one of the sisters? Drizelda and Grizabella? Yes. yes, that's possible. All right, sorry. But her Randy was no Prince Charming. Oh. I think he's saying because she had to care for her sick husband. That made her Cinderella. Not exactly. Cinderella was basically a slave. And she opted to marry this man when he was already married to someone else. Randy also did a really good thing for this world. He was a drug counselor. So I don't know how mad we can be at Randy. Even if he was like bad at some point at being a husband. He had a very altruistic job. You can't yes. really be mad at him. And he probably didn't get paid a lot. Also, that first wife, we didn't talk a lot about her. Finding Dory? Yeah, I liked her a lot. Uh-huh. And, I, and I think there's a reason that she still loved him. Mm-hmm. 
Just saying. I think he was a good dude. Okay. I think so, too. I didn't say that at all. Yeah. I think I think she was saying Keith wasn't saying because Randy was so bad. I think because she was having to take care of him and do menial household chores like Cinderella. Yeah, and she th- felt like she deserved a Prince Charming and totally. instead got somebody with a little bit of money who then had a bad ticker. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Okay, and then the, uh, the quote that most people loved on Twitter, which was, that's when Carol folded like a cheap tent. Oh, I totally missed that one. <laughs> yeah. I guess cheap tents are known to fold. Often. Or quickly. All right. I guess. Maybe they collapse the, in on themselves the like a dying break. star. Yes. <laughs> and then comedy ensues because you're trying to camp outside and then the thing crashes oh, yeah. down on you <laughs> as you're falling asleep. And you're like, is that a bear? What's going on? And it's hijinks. <laughs> exactly. It's the Benny Hill soundtrack. Yes. Um, what about a wayward wife, a dim-witted sister, a gangbanger nephew? What about that lovely Beautiful. description all in a row? So good. <laughs> the dim-witted sister. So we should have been calling her dim-witted instead of slow. I mean, they're just throwing it at the wall here. So if they can, they said it we a can lot. too. We can. Well, she said it about herself, which I think just means it's fair game, right? Right. It's just yeah. like, you said it, not yeah. me. Yeah, exactly. Like a toddler. <laughs> That's great. All right. Why are you hitting yourself? Why are you hitting yourself? Did it. Uh, uh, who? Okay, so let's jump to Fashion Police. Okay. Did you see Kelly's defense attorney? N- no. What? Probably. I mean, I did, but what, what was it? She was insane. Oh. I will be posting pictures. Mm-hmm. Um, I was shooketh. She looks like she should be on the Real Housewives of Reno. Really? Here. Oh. That's her defense attorney? What's on her chest? That is a one of those tops with the cutouts and oh, a leopard leopard print tank top. Oh, that's not a top with a cutout. That's a full sports bra with cutout. I know about those. You wear them underneath the, the leopard. The hair. The hair. David Lee Roth. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Did you have any other fashion police? I didn't have any fashion police in this one because I was scared to look at Grizz too close. Yeah. So I didn't uh I didn't get I didn't get much. Nothing nothing hit me like a neon sign to, <laughs> Good to borrow call. to borrow yeah. a quote. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that was the one. Here here was the quote at the very beginning that got me. Sorry, I knew I had another one. It said Randy Baker's life began the same random way all life begins. Okay. At Wait. birth? When you're Ellipses. born? But at it, but its end, that was no accident. That's the quote. So now. So he's implying. I went back twice. Everyone's yeah. birth is an accident. Whoopsie. Like There's a baby. N- unplanned pregnancies. Every birth is, I didn't know I was pregnant. Wow, Keith. That, I, there's a lot to unpack there. Yeah, that one I didn't... I'm surprised you missed that one. That one was actually before the warm body like a sleeping pill. It's at the wow. very, very top of it. Let Randy Baker's life began in the same random way. Just random. Like, as an... And was no accident. And then, but... So... The, yeah, but then there was an It's accident. all... I didn't know I was pregnant, but you also slip on a banana as you're having the baby. It's and, just a full-on accident. 
And you're possibly getting pregnant in a hot tub? Hot tub? Yeah, pregnancy? it was totally bad. You're right. You sat on the From toilet. From a toilet seat? Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's totally an accident. <laughs> okay, so that's just wanted to make sure that we were I all didn't covered know, there. I didn't know we were all created like that. That's beautiful. Who had Maybe the baby that didn't know they were like pregnant? Like the Big Bang Theory. Like the, all of us. Maybe that's what he meant in a bigger universe. Yes, I think that's better. The same random way all life life began is what he means. Not all life begins. It's right as life began. I gotcha. Uh, Alternative theories: Sonia Morgan. It really was her in the phone the whole time. Jeez, I'm missing half my costume. Bring me my lotion. <laughs> Titles. I don't have any. Except for non-jagged little pills. Oh, there you Cause, go. Because they were ground up. You had a simple genius. I did have a simple, yeah. I wrote that down. What, what do about you have? A lack of personality. Because she's missing her person. Oh, but, but that makes it sound like she has no personality. Yeah, I know. It doesn't really work. Because, no. We love I mean, Betty. Carol didn't have a personality. Okay. Um, I did Car- a sleep at the... Carol is dim-witted. Yeah. That sounds so much worse than simple. <laughs> it sounds really bad. It sounds like a slur. It sounds like a full insult. <laughs> like something you they would say in the 50s about someone and you would it put sounds- them in an institution for their lives because you didn't want to care for them because they're dim-witted. Okay. Asleep at the wheel. There you go. And then a grisly demise. Why are we even trying? That's it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't Gris- have many. They were just, I had two solid ones. Potent. So I stopped. Yeah. They were potent. Did we have potent Twitter? <laughs> yes. Um, here we go. Uh, Dateline producer said, at sentencing, Kelly spoke about how she was not sure of God's plan for her future. Okay. <laughs> I Good have luck. an idea. Yeah, good luck with that, Kel. Good luck, Kelly. I have an idea. Um, Love your hair. Hope you win. (laughs) (laughs) It's my gray life, said Kelly's sister got played. They pulled the old full house scenario when Uncle Jesse tells Stephanie that DJ told her what happened. So the other sister starts confessing everything. (laughs) (sighs) Uh, It's my gray life again. Investigator, have you been seeing someone else? Kelly. Do I have to answer that? Investigator, you just did. Yes, that's great. Pretty much. Uh, Dateline asked, have you ever had a person? Or do you have a person? Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Melson61 said, Kimberly, no Katie. No Kimberly, no Katie. One of them. And someone named Raymond said... We miss Natalie Morales on Dateline. That's so rude. <laughs> That's not the question. The, who That's, said that? Linda? No, a guy named Linda saw that Dateline was saying, do you have a person? And he said, we miss Natalie Morales on Dateline. So like <laughs> Linda's husband slash uncle. Okay. Ray. Get off the computer. Ray, come on. 
Get That's off not the, the computer, appropriate Ray. time for that conversation. Go to bed, Ray. You're supposed to say your wife, Linda, is your person. You're not supposed stop to bring it. up Natalie Morales at that time. She's foxy. No, stop. <laughs> that was not the question. Check yourself. Ugh. Dateline producer. At the time of his arrest, Grizz was planning to flee to Mexico. After his arrest, authorities uncovered a fake Mexican ID with his things. He doesn't like brown people. How's he going to go to Mexico? (laughs) I know. Grizz, you're all over the map. Oh, my God. Also, Panama Next, he's going to move to Israel and be like, Yes. He's going to go to Mexico with his Panama hat. He had a fake Mexican ID. Oh, my gosh. Okay, Atomic Arletha. Oh, I thought it was going to be Atomic Arthur, and I got really excited. That's a funny (laughs) name. Okay. Said your Keith, your voice is so soothing. Dateline is good night moon for grown ups. Oh, that is true. <laughs> yeah. Good call. Uh Dateline Dogs, who we love, said that's just how he rolls. So many classic Keith lines in this one. Josh Mankowitz, I think he just threw down the gauntlet. Oh yeah. Josh, you better up your game. Ooh. Um Misty Man, who we met at CrimeCon. Hi, Misty. Said, I think Keith is going for a record of how many things he can lean on in this episode. There Hashtag we go. Lean King. Uh, M- uh, MNT Girl 76 says, This Motley crew is not singing. Except they actually Except did within actually. three seconds. Yeah. So close. And crying. Um, Snakeman 118 said, posted this picture of. If you can see it, it is. Oh, oh. This okay. is this is um Randy and his sister Carol. Mm-hmm. It's a portrait, probably taken at Sears, and he, they said sorry, but this is just a weird pic to have with your sibling. And it reminded me of that guy you dated with the calendar, which mm. maybe we'll do in a Patreon episode, because they look like husband and wife in this picture. It looks like they should have two kids, and she's maybe holding one of them, and there's a dog. This is their family portrait. No, my question was, which wife was that? Yeah. No, that that's was my that's, question. That's, that's Carol. His sister, Carol. They just don't look enough alike. This looks like one of his wives. And it everyone does. on Twitter was like, no, I think that's the wife. I think you're wrong. And then even Dateline producer chimed in and was like, uh, no, no, that's that's Carol. Okay. Yeah, there it's it's a lot. And Melson sixty one said neck tattoos. Am I right? Hashtag here we go again. No, stop. <laughs> we don't. We're not going anywhere. We're done. I no, shut that done. down. I shut that down with a lock and key. <laughs> but I have the power of social media. I can bring it back up at any time. Oh no, you totally can. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I only control this episode. That's fine. <laughs> uh thank you everyone i think that's all we have follow us on instagram and twitter so i can make comments about neck tattoos also facebook and uh consider becoming a patreon at any level of support even two dollars a month really really helps us out produce these episodes every week uh don't watch alone watch with the members of your family that won't try to murder you yeah there you go just Think of your last Thanksgiving dinner, go around the table in your mind, pick the one that's least likely, and then call up that person and say, will you watch Dateline with me? And if they're wearing a Panama hat, hang up the phone.
Run. Change your last name. It's been really fun talking with you, Dolores. I will miss you, Euphigenia. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye. Wild Clarice. Have the lamb stopped screaming? Not a lantern. Don't bother with the trace. I won't be on long enough. Where are you, Dr. Lecter? I have no plans to call on you, Clarice. The world's more interesting with you in it. So you take care now to extend me the same courtesy. You know I can't make that promise. I do wish we could chat longer, but... I'm having an old friend for dinner. Bye.